It's time for the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is a look at issues that affect today's veteran. The Basser Hour is brought to you by www.hadit.com. If you need help with the VA, log on to hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Jay Basser. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting edition of the Basser Hour, sponsored by Hadit.com. Today, I have my co-host, Mr. Gerald Cook. How you doing, Gerald? Well, I'm doing all right, thank you. Awesome. Well, good deal. We wanted to do an open call-in show today and uh, answer some questions regarding the Veterans Administration. Any and all aspects, uh, we'd like to give honest, intelligent, in answers with integrity to people that have questions about their claims. Uh, you hear a lot of uh, uh, negatives and positives about the VA, mostly on the negative side. But, you know, we've been through this. I've been through it. Um, kind of like, you know, James Cripps said the other night, you know, it's kind of you got to be careful what you do with the VA. And uh, so if you're calling questions, the calling number is 347-237-4819. Hit off to one there, and this little lady, this little British lady, puts you right in the queue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she don't even but charge also, a quarter. <laughs> that's true. This is a got phone booth in England. Anyhow, we also are going to touch up on the news. Uh, a couple of events that's recently happened within the VA. And uh, I want to start off with a big breaking story that happened today. Uh, looks like President Trump has fired FBI Director James Comey. Uh, oh, information is still, yeah, still, oh. still a little bit sporadic. But, that sounds uh, serious. Yeah. It sounds like the FBI director is looking for a job. Somebody's hiring, you know, give him buzz. He, you might need somebody good to play the, oh, take play it. the fiddle on both ends. Help this poor guy out. Uh, yeah. He needs some help. Well, he needs a lot of it, but, uh, you know, it's just they're trying to get this stuff situated and get the balance of power restored back to where it should be. So we'll see what happens in the future. It'll be good to do a touch-up on later on. But I also want to touch upon the new VA secretary, Mr. David Shulkin. Of course, the report card's not out on him yet as to see what he's actually, you know, capable of doing or what he's done since he's been appointed to the VA secretary. Uh, Dr. Shulkin is a doctor, and he ran the health sex side, the VHA side. There's two, there's two other secretaries, him and another guy. He done the VHA, and the other guy done the VBA, which is the VBA basically is your regional office in the claim systems. And the VHA is your health health insurance, uh, Trent VA and cemeteries, and the foreign medical, <clears throat> foreign medical program, excuse me. Now, the report the other day, uh, do you see this report, girl? Uh, uh, which one's that? He's uh, considering closing 1,100 VA facilities. Oh, yeah. Doggone, that don't look yeah. good, John. Uh, well, you know, it depends now. They're empty, way that it sounds. Uh, the impression I got from reading that was they're they're really not being used. They're kind of in limbo there, or, or uh, you know. And I wonder how in the world can we have eleven hundred of them out there? Uh, what's going on there? 
Well, there's 1,100 VA facilities nationwide, and it's trying to allow more veterans to receive medical care in the private sector. Uh, last Wednesday at a house hearing, Shulkin said the VA has identified more than 430 vacant buildings. Yeah. And 700, yeah. So if they're vacant buildings, sure, close them down. You don't need them open. Why pay well, either that or like restock them. I mean, my God, we're veterans are having a hard time them. getting care now. Get rid Let's of those get things. Them they don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need them. They get them sold. So but if they use the money from their, but they got to use the money wisely from their savings there, okay? It does not need to go in a bonus pool. No. There it should not be a bonus bonus pool. You should go in infrastructure. I put uh, it in a choice program myself, but you know how that is. These and, people, uh, uh, you know, expecting bonuses, my God, they was hard on for a certain wage, either salary or hourly. And, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. what's all this bonus stuff? Keep hearing about it's, it's yep. pitiful. Okay, I think it's now, veterans too. It has. He's also identified 735 that were being described as underutilized, and they cost the federal government 25 million dollars a year. Folks, that's 2,000. Let's see how much is that. That's that's two million one hundred thousand dollars a month. So a little two million less than hundred thousand a month. That's a lot of money when you consider, you know, that that pays the entire electric bill for the VA probably. Well, I don't know, but it would sure help a lot of veterans. And sure and uh, if if they're underutilized, that must mean to me that they're paying somebody to be there. Uh, uh, who they got in these doggone places? There might be a thousand people working there, and uh, uh, are they seeing veterans? I mean, you know, are, are these uh, uh, clinics around the country that... Uh, they're keeping a staff of four or five on just to pay them to sweep the floors and moist windows or what? That's another waste of money. Yeah, they pay 250 veterans $1,000 a month. Well, my land, yeah. Yeah, well, for 250,000 veterans, 100 bucks a month or whatever it is. Well, whatever it is, you know. Uh, that's 10%. That's what they like giving out, 10%ers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love them 10%ers. They have to give me anything. Yeah. It'd be but 10%. They're prioritizing these buildings for closure, and they're going to use the same system that the military used back in the 80s and 90s when they used that base real, uh, realignment closure or BRAC. You know, they took a committee out, and then they picked the places they wanted to close, and they locked them up. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and he's also going to expand services with or without you know the, the funds. So, so uh, where are you know? What's the details? I think a lot more research. They're not out on this, John. 
Uh, the details are not that they haven't been advertised yet. It's not out as to what. Just keep uh, you know what, keep keep your eyes on the news and you'll see what they're going to do. What cities? And, uh, you'll be able to. Counties, uh, you know. Uh, uh, oh God, we need more veteran clinics and. Uh, it don't seem to me that they're being a very good steward of the tax no. dollars that they're being trusted with. And, uh, I, you know, when you said 1100 that's maybe I'm... That's pretty good. I don't think <laughs> that sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> Actually, I think, uh, I'm sure the president, he likes trimming the fat. And they got to look at this stuff and realize how many old buildings. This is all waste. If the building's not being used, why are you even paying to run it? That's you know, right. If you're leasing the building, you shouldn't be paying rent on it enough. You know, and if you got yeah. the building, if it's a decent building, sell it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you can sell it. They can sure sell it. Sure they can. I and mean, that's what they need to do. But as the story breaks, we'll, we'll, break, uh, we'll pass on more information. But uh, it's something here that's disturbing, and and everyone ought to be uh, concerned here of of what the what the overall game plan is, because eleven hundred buildings is a lot. Yeah. I don't care. And uh, can any of them be possibly utilized in the health care system or even in the claim system? Uh, uh, whatever. But uh, you realize they, they don't need to be there that's, doing nothing. <laughs> that's an average of 20 facilities in each state. Yes, it is. Over 20. But 22 would be exact. So some places are going to have more. Some are going to have less, depending on the size of your state. That's a lot. That's like here, you know, if they close two facilities here. Yeah. And uh, we've only got two big hospitals in the whole state. You know, so... Well, I got to drive fifty miles just to get to a clinic. Yeah. And then another hundred miles if I have to go down to the uh, regular VA. Uh, So. No, I won't go to Fayetteville. I don't like. uh, There's uh, they have some major issues there in Fayetteville. And I, I, I think uh, what it is is human beings. Uh, they just don't have human yes. beings. Okay, now I got to ask the audience: Are you sitting down? Have you had your blood pressure medicine today? Because what I'm fixing to tell you is going to make you want to rip the nails out of your wood in your house with your teeth. Oh, my. 
Guess what happened in California, Gerald? Oh, what happened? Over a hundred veterans die while waiting for care in California. Yeah, isn't that sad? And there is no, no reason for something like that to happen. Forty-three percent of all veterans who died during this nine-month period were still waiting on care due to improper delays. No IG reported this. John, they've been, if my memory serves me right, They've been going on about these delays for well over a year now. Over that. Mm-hmm. And I I can't understand why it, it's still going on. We'll see what President Trump does with this mess. Because then he's That's going out and fire everybody involved. That's the problem. The mistakes that are made. Just you know, I mean, if you make a mistake in the regional office, somebody's going to lose money. You know, that's how they do it. Yeah. Don't make a mistake and they'll deny your claim, and you got to wait five, ten, maybe even longer, ten years or longer, before you yeah. get before you get ratified and get and get the mistake taken care of. A lot of times, you know, they make a mistake and they stay in back until it gets to the court or the next level, BBA, and they catch a mistake and send it back and make them fix it. Well, they want to yeah. fix it. They still fart around with it for five more years before they fix it. You know that's um, that's atrocious. However, mistakes dealing with direct patient care, scheduling, and things like that can cost a veteran his life. And that's it what is costing them their life. It's like the Phoenix came in 2014. You know they uh, they. Constructed a way to where they can show the management personnel at the hospital they were being patients were being seen in a timely manner. All it was yeah. paperwork budget and changing numbers around, you know, so they can get that bonus when they get the rating cut, you know, because everybody gets graded in value when it goes a year. You get a certain you get a certain point rating there, you get a bonus, and each bonus is handed out to each department, and then the department head is you know determine how much each person gets. I strongly believe that they should eliminate all bonuses until not only the medical side of the VA, but also the claims side of the VA and appeals process is squared away, and no bonuses, none. But see, anytime something gets politicized, like the VA, patient care seems to be the biggest issue as far as the politicians are concerned. I'm here to tell you the biggest problem within the VA is not the hospitals. More people die waiting their claims to get approved than die waiting on medical care. That's true. That's true. In some cases, if you don't have a VA disability rating, you know, you can't even use the VA. That's true, too. So, they need to put more emphasis on the regional offices and what they do, the appeals process and what they do, 
Uh, these well, remains, see, things like that's got to be straightened out. Up in the higher echelon, though, John, they seem to always appoint doctors, like we got a doctor for a VA uh, secretary. Uh, I'm wondering I if he's got malpractice insurance. Uh, I don't think we need a doctor for that. I think we need a Well, I don't either. I think we need a real business person that knows how to uh, use quality control and uh, get things squared away. Uh, Because without quality control, and we're really lacking there, uh, the VA is going to continue on as it is. They're not going to stop, Daryl. They're going to keep on going status quo. I'm afraid so. I don't see any uh, indications that they're going to make an acceptable change. Uh, We need it, really. Uh, The the VA needs it. The veterans need it. And... uh, uh, doggone it. Uh, it. It just shouldn't be the way it is. Oh, folks, uh, call in now. If you're out there listening, call in. Our number is 347-237-4819. If you get an opportunity or you have a question or comment, uh, call in. Uh, uh, we'll be glad to talk to you. You know, uh, uh, we're not the up the up here. We're just plain old folks. So uh, call in and and uh, help us solve some of these problems here. We got a mess going here with the VA, and we're just trying to give them some decent input. I'm sure somebody in the know listens in once in a while. <laughs> really? But it's just a problem, Woody. I don't think it's ever going to be solved, Joe. I think it's intended to be that way. Oh, we have a caller, John. Uh, caller, are you in there? A uh, caller? Uh, oh, uh, doggone, he dropped out. Uh Go ahead, John. Sorry to disturb you there. We had a call and they didn't That's want a, to talk. That was a hit and run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's got to be fixed some way, somehow. Somebody in the know your eyes got to know what's going on. But, you know, it's not as bad as people think, first of all. I mean... What you think is, you know, everything's all happy, 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 you know, and then, but you realize that once you start doling out money, you know, or think, oh, they got to appropriate all this money. It's got to come out of the budget and things like that. I got news for you people. It's a, it's a revolving door. So when, when, a, when a person gets to 100%, usually 100% are dies. Not long you know afterwards, yeah. Yeah. 
So you figure yeah. me, it's, it's it's not new money. Yeah, it's not new money. It's a proportion of new money, but not much. Because once the veteran and his spouse is dead, that money goes back into the system. Well, yeah, the money. This money is getting as stale, real stale. And uh, uh, so, yeah, usually by the time an individual or a veteran gets to 100%, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it's about over for them. It's a rough road to... To get down a lot of chug holes. It's a merry-go-round, Gerald. You know the VA owns merry-go-round, and it well, keeps spinning yeah. around circles. People get on that merry-go-round when it, when it gets full. You know what they do, don't you? They put that sucker in a super drive and start going around real fast, throwing them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when they break their neck, they say, "Next." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to see the secretary get this stuff lined out, and I can spend put more emphasis on on the claims process. Well, no what reason. you thinking about this new secretary? I I hear different I stories. I, I sure wish him the best, and hope he does do, try to do something. I know it's not an easy task. Well, the jury's yeah. not out you tonight, okay? I mean, I he's only been in office when he get approved March. April. Yeah, he, he hadn't had much time. He hadn't. He, had, he had. He ain't enough time to change his pants yet. Uh, first, he's got to realize who he's got for workers and uh, really? who can tell him the truth and who's not. Uh, yeah. I've been the trouble with our past secretaries. I think they were really good people. It's just that uh, their underlings uh, were la- led them down the the wrong path, and and uh, by the time they realized that it was too late. I hope this one here oh, is a little bit more swifter. Those idiots are something more than one shit, buddy. Yeah. And Chessie got set up like that. Yeah. A lot of them treat like that because I guess they feel the secretary's political appointee. They feel that they shouldn't have to, you know, have to deal with a political appointee. So they're in there, you know, swinging and trying to death tell him one thing and do, do the exact opposite. Next thing you know, with the, that guy looks like he's about two inches tall and gets fired. Yeah. That's yeah, true. they uh, they don't work as a team, evidently, and that's sad. If they'd start working as a team, they could get, you know, there's no telling what they could accomplish. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't think the VA is salvageable, but I do. I think it is under the right management. But uh, well, it's, it's not going to be an easy chore. Yeah. Well, I'd rather personally. I like to see it. Uh, I like to see it closed down myself. Uh, if they go to this choice thing and do something with the claim system, 
uh, they could probably close it down. But I don't know about going to these contractors. I keep reading about contractors. And for some reason, I don't like them. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Uh, well, I mean, it's not really contractors. I mean, choice cards, you go to your doctor. Well, choice cards, that's a little different situation. I'm yeah. not on the claim side. Yeah, the choice card, I think that... Uh, uh, could be very beneficial, uh, and uh, it would help alleviate the uh, uh, the load, especially out in Arizona. Why in the world are they having so much trouble out there? Uh, it, Arizona is uh, it's, the second coming of the state of Florida. Out there in the West, all the retirees flock to Arizona because of warm weather in the wintertime. So you're getting an aging population out there of retirees and a lot of veterans out there, too. So that's what happens, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, Florida's the same way. Florida's the same. Miami, yeah. St. Petersburg, and Tampa, you, you know, we file a claim down there. It depends, man. They're just, they're, especially in the wintertime. I mean, that, you, can't, you can't even get in because the place is packed. I'll be. That's bad. You've been to Arizona before. Yeah, I know. You've been to Arizona. You've been there. You you turned me off over. (laughs) 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 I sure did. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, it all depends on the size of the age, though, and the size of the population. Control the size well, of the road. If they're only geared up to handle 50,000 people and they're having to handle 100,000, then it's obvious to me the VA needs to take some of these worthless buildings that they got set and vacant somewhere and move them to yeah, wherever they true. need them. That's true. But they got to close these places. They're not being productive. They ain't got money back in the system. You know? I mean, it's... I've got... you got veterans right there that need claims approved. They take that money up. No goodwill that they deserve the benefit. Yeah. So... But, you know, there's a lot, a lot of... Anytime you try to file a claim, though, it's just, it's just, it's just like insurance. You know, these people suck you in the door. Come in, we'll give you cheaper health insurance, car insurance, things like that. Mom, you know, treat you like your best friend. Boy, you file a claim, look what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, ain't that the truth. <laughs> That's the biggest pyramid joke scheme I think I've ever seen. <laughs> you have to have it belong. Every time I've been, I've been hit three times, people without insurance had to pad a pocket all three times. Oh, yeah, so next time I get hit like that, I think I'm going to sue the state. Well, I think it's a joke. It, uh, that's all across the country, John. There's so many running around without driver's license, and they're getting away with it. No uh-huh. insurance. Uh, uh-huh. Well, 
Well, here in Missouri, you can't get tags on your car unless you get uh, unless you produce your insurance certificate. What happens here too? And they got it automated now. But it's crazy. It's just nuts. Have so pretty insurance for your last car, and it's. Cr- <laughs> But so many of them don't do it. I don't understand why, but it don't get done. I think they probably take out a little cheap policy to last the car and then cancel it. Yeah. I don't but, know what to do. Mm-hmm. Or SR, what is that? SR21 or SR22? State resolution, man. But, uh, uh, each state's probably different, but you know. I, I think they are. They need a... But, boy, you know, you never win. You get your car tore up, and Uh the insurance company is supposed to fix it. Usually you get a shoddy job. You get a perfect uh, job, you still lose your butt. Yeah, you still do because uh, unless you have insurance where it covers rent a car, uh, Mm -hmm. still there's no way you're going to lose if you get hit with uninsured motors. And it's bad Mm -hmm. enough if they have insurance. (laughs) Well... That's the worst thing about it is uh, you know they might uh, John I'm talking about insurance if they had an insurance program that a veteran or you know when you join the service Say, anything happens to you, well, no, I think it'd come out to the same story. <laughs> I don't think he could buy insurance and insure this deal well, away. I think that'll be, it, that'll be able to get them to pay for it. These companies have an insurance, like long short come to sell the insurance. Yeah. They'll be able to, yeah, they'll be able to do that. But if you go to, but it, see, probably most insurance, there's a clause in there. Yeah. If you're in a, if you're in a terrorist a terrorist attack or a, yeah. a theater or a war, they don't yeah. pay. They don't pay. You're right. Now nine eleven on nine eleven I think they wound up paying. But uh didn't they wasn't that a lot of donated money though? No, they just said uh, that they didn't pay. Some insurance did. Uh, I think they well, got shamed into it, but uh, uh, there was a lot of donated money also. Yeah. Some people still getting sick, but it was best to hit that ground. Anybody working on that site, their life's in jeopardy if they're the ones still alive, they're, they're suffering. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that. Stuff more than that, yeah. But post uh, Well, yeah. And all that real fine ash. 
as, uh, probably a lot of asbestos up in that old building. Yep. So, well, well, there was a lot of asbestos in that old building. Well, that fire insulation, fire retardant was asbestos, and the diesel fuel put it off of it. Or the yeah. jet fuel when it's burning. That stuff burned hot. Them beams up. And the sucker done a pancake, 110 stories. Yeah. I still don't believe that tell about that dude who surfed that one big old piece of concrete down to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the cold well, surfer. Well, yeah. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. But, uh, well, Gerald, I guess nobody's going to call in, buddy. Well, doggone it. Um, well, we had that one call. But uh, yeah. they didn't hang around. No, they didn't. We'll give about five more minutes. They don't call. I'll pull the plug on this show, and we'll take it up Thursday to the next one. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a good warm-up show anyway. Yeah. Uh, last night back on here. Yeah. Uh, he's wanting to tell his tale down in Texas, which would be a good story. He was so busy last time, we didn't get it, but we'll get her this time. But uh, where do you see the VA going? Well, this new guy's hard to tell. We can't tell nothing about him. So I guess we have to wait and see on him. Uh I do know some new regulations that we're trying to get uh, uh, through. I think it's uh, chemical, based on chemical exposure, it's Senate Bill S-2726, if my memory serves me right. It could be the other way around. But if uh, it, it would re- it would require the VA to tell you or the DOD to notify oh, you of any to? any chemical you could have been exposed to while in the service, which I think is a good bill. And yeah. uh, of course. It's in the Senate. Last I heard, I think it had one co-sponsor, and that's something there I was going to work on, try to get everybody get a hold of their legislators and try to get them to pass it. And we have several other uh, bills that uh, pertain to veterans. Uh, yeah. We need to keep an eye on. What was that one, John, we were talking about here a week or so ago? We said, my. Uh, they got one right now to change the, change the process. And, uh, yeah, to, change uh, the appeal the process. The remand. Yeah, they're no trying to remand. get rid of the remand. Now, folks, you, know, uh, so you, you got to watch that thing because. Without that remand, you go up there and they deny you, you're done. 
BBA judges don't want to make a decision, so they remand it back to the regional office. They and should overturn him and make a decision. Yeah. And that's why we have so many remands and so many, so much backlog is because nobody wants to say, yes, this veteran has a claim and he's justified in asking for what he's asking for. And according mm-hmm. to the 38 CFR, he's entitled to 10, 20, 30, Ooh. 40, whatever percentage. Whatever percentage. No that one wants to say that. And, well, that's uh, the problem. So it gets up to the court. The court says, hey, yeah, it is down there. He ain't done nothing. So they remand it back to the regional office. Regional office sets on it a couple more years, and they send it out to the appeals management center, who enjoys setting on it a couple more years. Then they send it back to the regional office, and the regional office says, oh, we'll send it on up the ladder. You know, before you know it, you got 10 years and a claim that shouldn't have took 30 days. Uh, the VA has all the data, and, uh, and unless you go out to get an independent medical opinion, I think the VA should have to pay you interest on your claims if they make a mistake, or if, it, if they get around fill a fart around cost you for ten years, it should take thirty days. They should pay you yeah. so much interest every day. I agree. You know what I mean? Uh, should be compound interest, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just compound plain day. what they're doing. How yeah. many people do you know, John, that's went over five years on a claim? Uh, a lot. I can count the ones that have, the ones that have it on one hand. Everybody else I know, way over five years. Yes. Okay. I know a if couple you, if people you get your got them less five than five years, years but not. Yeah. There is no claim that you go over a year. No claim. Right. No. The fastest one I've ever seen, I did it myself for a friend of mine who got done through. It took six months. Yeah, I think my brother was eight months. He got his. We FDC'd him up pretty quick. But that's a bad decision. His was six or eight. Yes, it, I think it might have been eight. But, six or eight you know, months. he had... He was a combat veteran with medals and stuff, so he had mm-hmm. his stressor and he had the combat MOS and, you know... But uh, yeah. uh, that's not often you see that, though. No, you don't. I mean, you don't see things like that. I've even often. seen a lot of combat veterans that's had to fight tooth and nail to get it. Uh-huh. <coughs> In fact, they're supposed to give you the benefit of the doubt if you're a combat veteran and 
you know, you know they're supposed to take your word for a lot of stuff. Uh, but a lot of times they yeah. don't do it. Yeah, true, true. You know, I don't know, Joe. It's just the minutes all the same. The the, <laughs> the names have changed. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You're the right. is still the same, buddy. The racetrack's still there. They ain't paid good enough, and it's still the same old racetrack. They might change the name of the track. And that's it. Yeah. Only problem is the horse is running backwards. Well, it's it's not right, but I think a deadline of a year wouldn't be out of the question. Uh, Even a deadline of six months would be adequate. Now, if they need to put more people on to get this backlog taken care of, they should. Join the Veteran Service Organization and join them and get them to find you up your claim. And at the end, get 10% and be happy. That's exactly yeah. what they wanted. That's what they want. So, well, that's not right. I mean, you know, you you want good representation. You know, you want somebody that knows the law and they can use the law. They can actually study and determine the law. Somebody that's got a degree in law would be a lot better. Yes. You know. Besides, next time you see a veteran service organization person, ask them. Ask them if they'd recommend you to go to go get go get an independent medical opinion to see what see what they tell you. <laughs> or ask them to explain know. the special monthly compensation. Ask them to explain the VA special monthly compensation criteria in the UN one fourteen section. Ask them to give you a detailed explanation of special monthly compensation. Hmm. You're liable to get this response. So, which way do we go, Herman? Which way do we go? <laughs> what are you talking about? I have asked them before, and they're like, what are you talking about? So, uh, it doesn't matter. They got a job. I'm asking them they about adapt- adaptive housing, and they didn't ever heard of it. And I said, you got to be kidding but the best thing about it is they're representing you. And if they cause you harm in your claim, if they goof up your claim and cause cost you money, you can sue them. You know that, Joe? Well, as well, there's a bunch that need to be sued. Yeah. Well, Daryl, we got about 16 minutes left, so nobody's called in. So I think I'm going to pull the plug on this one. We'll get, we'll get geared up for Ask My Thursday. All right. Well, John, it's good talking to you. And, Carl, yeah. uh, we thank you for calling in. You, you should have yeah. said something. But that's yeah, we could have helped right. you there. Yeah, we could have helped. That's all right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to directions anyway. Yeah, I'm going to shout out real quick to Captain Bill Sheikah. Captain oh, yeah. had it. He's been under the weather, and I uh, hope he gets uh, hope he gets feeling better soon. They usually calls in, but uh, Bill, if you listen, man, just keep the faith, and we'll holler at you later. And Gerald, that's yeah. it. Uh, we're done. So I appreciate you co-hosting this uh, interesting little segment we did, but. Uh, We'll we'll see you again Thursday, and we'll get it fixed out. 
All right, John, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, that's it. Well, this is Jay Basher along with Mr. Gerald Cook. We'll be signing off for now. You have been listening to the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is brought to you by Hattup.com. Stay tuned next week for another edition of the Basser Hour and the Hattup.com Blog Talk Radio Show. Thanks for listening.